0: Welcome to Big Me, Little Me with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we grow into different sizes and then talk about the size that we are. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week, we're gigantic. Anytime a fake podcast gets mentioned on a show, dude. I I know. (laughs) Anyway. Welcome to Episode 1 with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming and exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael.
1: I'm still Eric.
0: And this week we watched Ms. Marvel on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Do we really need more of this stuff? Disney Plus.
1: I'm pretty sure Disney's strategy going forward is something marvel related every month from here until the end of time because we got miss marvel this month next month is thor like the new thor movie comes out there's something coming in august i think it's an alternating like movie tv show movie tv show schedule like forever i'm over marvel i, I will watch that thor movie, i will though. be over marvel after i watch the thor movie because i really liked the other taika uh, Thor movie like a lot
0: yeah I was over Marvel going into this show I watched this show and I was like I ah, kind of like
1: that still over Marvel yeah it was it started out fine it ended bad I think but it started out fine yeah I got a lot of notes that's good because I ended up not having a lot of notes wait you want to tell everybody what this is about? It's about Ms. Marvel. And that's a superhero that I think is a deep cut to begin with. And then on top of that, I did go ahead and try and throw in my bit around controversy and looked up Marvel controversy around this show. And the only controversy is that they basically completely changed her powers for the sake of this show. So it's not even really about Ms. Marvel. It's just some new superhero. She's a... Uh... That it's even a superhero. She's like she gets some bracelet. They gave her powers or something. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so does Wonder Woman. No, no, Wonder Woman has powers and then also wears bracelets. <laughs> aren't aren't those bracelets powerful? Okay, wait. They, no. they can block shit, but yep. like she is also still super strong and like has a lasso that's really cool too.
0: Let me try again.
1: Green Lantern. Yeah, his is just a ring. Yep. Um, also. Iron Man. He's just wearing a suit of shit. Like- yeah. Batman? Yeah.
0: So, it's a teenage... It's a young teenage woman. She's, what, 16 in the show?
1: Yeah. And... Has a magic bracelet.
0: Has a magic bracelet that has powers. She's dealing with, like, her... She's... Uh, her family's Pakistani. They live in Jersey City. Yep. And she's dealing with all the normal teenage stuff. I like the like i don't know i don't feel like i don't see a lot of mid-east community immigrant representation uh in shows and movies and i like it when i do like this one portrayed them as just like a normal family and then uh Another notable one for me is "We Are Lady Parts," which I don't know if you ever kept watching, mm-hmm. but I made it all the way through, and that's like deeply about their community mm-hmm. and is really good and it's fun.
1: Yeah, that was one. I understand a deliberate choice with uh, them doing this show was to do a better job of having characters that are more diverse in general, because up to this point, it's been white men pretty much.
0: Yeah, they don't want to have to shoehorn a scene of female superheroes led by
1: Gwyneth Paltrow in a suit we've never seen her in before. Right. And she's shown no, like, proficiency (laughs) with, like, we've (laughs) seen her in a suit before in Iron Man 3. She has no, like, she hasn't spent a lot of time, like, practicing with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't even remember her in a suit in Iron Man 3. Because it was just to protect her. (laughs) Like, it was just there as, like, a failsafe if shit goes bad, this suit's going to get you and fly you out. So... Basically yes. a bodyguard.
0: Did you get any Mitchells vs. Machine vibes off of this?
1: Uh, I didn't connect those dots until you said that. But yeah, I see what you're saying. I found that aspect of this less charming than I did with Mitchells vs. Machine. So mm. I really like that and the, obviously that movie quite a bit. This, it felt a little... It felt weirdly shoehorned in. Honestly, I think it would have been better if they had kept that thing going, like if it had been a lot more prominent that she is this very fantastical and kind of flighty person. So like that sort of thing is happening at all times. I think that would have made more sense and been more interesting than what they did, which is just to punctuate like transitions with, hey, here's some weird animation shit.
0: Yeah. So part of her character is that she's got a very active
1: imagination. Uh, Hugely into superheroes, you, like you, you know, major Avengers fan.
0: Yeah. Uh, what'd you think of that actress? I thought she was good. I liked her too. I think that she overacted a little bit, but I think that her uh, her like charisma overcame.
1: Yeah. Part of why I had thought to do the the controversy thing, or even look up a controversy. Going into this show is that I seem to recall as they were shooting the show that there were rumors out there that Marvel. So when they hired her, she's literally never acted in anything professional in her entire life, right? Period. End. Um, and I remember reading rumors that Marvel was uh, after starting, like they had cast her and then you know started shooting and realized, oh shit, this was ba- this is bad. So I was expecting her to be very bad at this or something. Huh. But I thought she was real. I, 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 the overacting,
0: she just did a lot of faces and like, she was, it seemed very conscious of like the faces and stuff she was
1: making. And I didn't yeah. notice that as much as I noticed the writing uh, on the show. It felt uh, hokey at times. Like, I think she seemed the most normal when it came to all those faces compared to her entire family, which seemed like caricatures of people, yeah. not even of Pakistani people, just right. like people. They just, they were just wacky. Like, characters, which I guess makes sense with her perspective and her immaturity and all that sort of stuff, but it, it didn't jive. And maybe that was the choice was like to make everybody else bad actors so that her like being a mediocre actor made her really shine. I
0: don't understand her name's Kamala. Mm-hmm. I don't understand her fascination with Captain Marvel. She starts off with Earth's Mightiest Hero.
1: And the, I wrote down Earth's Mightiest Hero? She technically was born on Earth and showed up uh, on Earth once for, like, an hour.
0: Uh, I I took that as, like, um, not the mightiest hero from Earth. I took that as the mightiest hero for Earth. Okay. And she's just not because she's not on Earth.
1: Yeah, she's a bit it's a bit like the Superman problem where if you're going to have a property with Superman in it, you've got to have something that's going to threaten Superman. And if it's something that's going to threaten Superman, it's probably just going to decimate anything else. And Captain Marvel is that character for the Marvel universe. She's basically limitless power. Can't be hurt or killed as far as we can tell. So we're just going to use her very sparingly by having her be off planet anytime there's a problem. Because if she had been there for the first Avengers movie, Thanos would have been dead. I liked when she
0: talks about how Captain Marvel punches Thanos in the face and she's like, none of the other Avengers could do that. I wrote down, well, Thor kind of, I mean, Thor could do that. He just
1: did didn't. He He went for his <laughs> chest he, instead. For yeah. His chest instead. At some point towards the beginning of the show, she's taking her driver's test. Mm-hmm. Up to this point, all we've gotten a sense from her family is that her mom's very protective and was just like giving her a lot of advice on how to drive and all this sort of stuff. So I guess I found I I thought it was a portent of the rest of the show and was rolling my eyes hard when the first thing she does to start her driver's test is to slam her foot on the gas pedal. It wouldn't have mattered if she had the car in drive instead of reverse. It still would have gotten her failed for a driver's test. Yeah. I found that really supremely dumb.
0: <laughs> I don't think that they did a great job with the mom because the mother's supposed to be overbearing and too protective and the daughter's supposed to like not like this about her mom. I, she obviously loves her mom and her, her dad and, and her brother, um, but uh, it's an annoyance for her at, at least. But the show went back and forth for me between, yes, that's how her mother is, or, like, no, her mom's, like, cool. Like, there was the scene where she's trying on – she's getting fitted for – is she getting fitted for a dress? Or I don't know what she's getting fitted for. Um, For her brother's wedding. For her brother's wedding. Some sort of formal wear, yeah. Yeah, and the person – for fitting her tells her that she's just too short and the mom just like snaps at him like she's not too short you, you know you need to do that, all this type that type whatever is too long yeah. yeah like protecting her daughter and being like no you don't you, you know don't say bad things about my daughter and it's like oh, okay no this mom's cool and, and then like this mom's not gonna let anybody fuck with her daughter and then like three seconds later the mom's like you are too short for that and it's like oh okay what's going on
1: I'm certain that at some point in the script they had written out and then cut the scene where, or cut that part of the scene where as she's telling that Taylor, she's not too short for this, this thing's too long. Somewhere in that, she probably would have said, you don't get to talk shit about my daughter. Only I talk shit about my daughter. Right. (laughs) And they took that out blessedly, but I feel like they hit uh, hit you over the head with it a lot throughout the show that... Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It, she, she's Is she overprotective at times or is she being completely reasonable? I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the answer to it. Yeah.
0: Well, and then even she wants to go to AvengerCon and talks to her parents about it after not wanting to. And they say no. And then her brother talks to them and talks to them into letting her going. But they have like parameters like your dad's going with you. He's going to wear this costume. We're not going to let you dress up like this. they're they're like negotiating with her and she just needs to like work with them in order to be able to go to this thing. But that's not what
1: happens. I think if she had even spent two seconds showing them the outfit that she made, because they're concerned with her dressing up like Miss Marvel is that she's wearing this skin tight, whatever, whatever. But the outfit that she made for that was like a leather jacket. And you know what I mean? Not revealing at all. It wasn't at all. And even if they thought it was, they could have made some sort of compromise. Honestly, I thought that what they had done as their compromise, she could have worked into her own outfit where they, uh, you know, her dad was going to dress up like the Hulk and so was she. And she was going, they were going to wear basically a stylized, I don't know if this is what it is, but it's the that salwar, uh, yeah, it's a salwar kameez, which is the the garb that they, uh, the dad was wearing that they had made for the daughter that was supposed to look like the Hulk. She could have done a similar sort of thing for her Captain Marvel costume and probably still won, especially considering in the end, she's probably only going to win that competition because she showed fucking powers.
0: I also, she was kept talking about how she needed like her final flourish on her costume, So like the one last finishing touch, but then her and her friend Bruno yeah. are talking about like, what if your final flourish was if you did like a steampunk
1: Captain Marvel? And I was like.
0: That's not a flourish. That's like a complete overhaul that's, of this yeah. costume. A, yeah, you can't the, just
1: say it's steampunk. You have to like actually do that.
0: Yeah, and then I wrote down like a flourish would be like a headband or something. that's that close. That close. Also, there's her parents are so concerned about boys, but they let her hang around this Bruno kid, who's obviously the bad guy.
1: Oh yeah? You, you think, think
0: he's the bad guy? He's either the gadget guy. I at first I thought he's, he was he's absolutely be the seven. But now he, she doesn't need gadgets. He's the bad guy.
1: He's absolutely the gadget guy. No. He's he's. There's going to be a scene, possibly as early as episode two, where he's got to hack into a mainframe while she's on a headset, like trying to use her powers to get into some building or some shit. Like that's that's his only purpose is to be the asexual friend of hers. No, there's tension. N- only from him like no there was tension from her ah, i don't i don't know no Maybe, i'll replay that scene. i know what scene you're talking <laughs> about i don't this may be one of the examples where her acting wasn't great because i don't i feel like the only person that acted like that was him um so i i got the impression that either she was really bad at acting or they didn't want her to even show any amount of interest in that
0: I got major vibes from her in that scene, too, and I was mad because I before that scene, where they, like, almost kiss, if you haven't watched the show, before that scene, in my head, I was like, are they boyfriend and girlfriend? What's going on with them? And then I got disappointed in myself for trying to ship them like that, and I was like, no, just let them be friends, and then the show did it, and I was like, fuck you, show. Yeah,
1: I... I- didn't have the question of, are they boyfriend, girlfriend? I, but I do remember shortly before that scene, having the distinct thought of, I, I find it infuriating that every show, especially most superheroes, especially with a female superhero, like there has to be a love interest in order for it to be appealing at all. And so at that point, I just thought it's nice that they can just be fucking friends and we can all just move the hell on. Who's Captain Marvel's love interest? That, that, that was, uh, one that didn't have it and uh, was one of the things that was praised about it was that there wasn't a love interest, or if there even was one, that's like her relationship with uh Maria Rambo or whatever her name oh, is right. might have been romantic. You know, right. they just kind of insinuated. Much like to your point about Captain Marvel uh only sort of being Earth's mightiest hero, because she's not around. When they go to Avengers Con, somebody's dressed up like Drax, uh from Guardians of the Galaxy. Why does anyone on Earth know who the Guardians of the Galaxy are?
0: This is actually something that I wanted to talk about during our recording is it seems like a lot of this stuff nobody should know about. Like we know these things because we watch the Marvel movies. The thing that made me think of it was the giant Ant-Man there uh, in reference to the battle in Germany and was it Civil War?
1: Nobody was there. How do they know that that happens? That I can at least mentally wave away with there's bound to be security cameras at an airport and they are almost certainly going to be checking footage when a bunch of planes end up destroyed, right? Like there's, there's bound to be fucking footage around at, at and around at an airport. The fucking final battle. I don't, I don't buy
0: that though because Tony Stark was there. There's no fucking way he's letting footage be,
1: uh, remain, um, I don't believe that he has the ability to he's, he's a tech has the ability to erase security footage from From, an airport from the internet from anything. No, no. a little nanobot. Correct. I understand that. Like if, if he had thought about that, he could have done that, but he was in the middle of a battle with uh, like for his life and then had to go fucking chasing after Captain America. You think he was like, hold on, give me a second. I got to go wipe these cameras real fast. I think he thought, no, fuck this. I got to go get this guy. All right. That's fair. Um, but the Guardians of the Galaxy have only been around as far as uh, on Earth in the Marvel movies for the second part of uh, Endgame, right? Were they yeah. even in the first one on so. Earth? So n- nobody. One thing I did uh, hear in regards to this show was that the director tried to pitch Kevin Feige on the fact slash idea that there were drones Taking footage of that final fight scene, and that's how everybody knows about everything that happened there. And Kevin Feige was like, "No, fuck that." Um, So instead, they just decided to ignore it and pretend like everybody knows what happened there.
0: Yeah. Uh, Back to Bruno. Bruno is her best friend.
1: We don't talk about Bruno. (laughs) (laughs) I finally just watched I just watched that for the first time like two weeks ago. It's good, right? Yeah, Yeah, it was enjoyable. Why was he so close
0: with her parents and like hanging out with her parents when she wasn't there? That's weird, right? Did you have a best
1: friend that was just like hanging out with your parents in high school? That's a pretty what sort of so the answer is no
0: exactly. and at the,
1: but at the same time X, that's a no. pretty common trope I know, and it's <laughs> oh you you're you're throwing that trope on its head, not the yeah. idea that this was so weird yes, yeah. okay, yeah, right that, that's annoying, huh. <laughs>
0: Wait, hold on. Separate thought. Is her mom a superhero or her uh, grandma a
1: superhero? Her grandma? Have we met her grandma?
0: No, but her grandma gave her a bracelet
1: with superpowers. That's, I guess. So I'll be honest. There were parts, especially the middle, that I completely zoned out during this. Like I'm on my computer taking notes and then I find myself fucking dicking around on the internet and have to stop. Um, so her getting the bracelet out, I saw her get the bracelet out, but I did not have any clue of where she got that bracelet from. And knowing what I knew about the show and the fact that there was like ominous like zoom in on this bracelet as she's pulling it out, I thought, ah, that's going to give her powers. I have no clue why that fucking bracelet was, was in her attic. It's right. because it was her grandmother's?
0: Yeah, her grandmother sent a box of junk, uh, as they put it, and the bracelet was in there. So my question was, if that bracelet had superpowers and her grandmother knew about it. She's not going to throw it in a box of junk. Uh, so he, her grandmother just had this superpower bracelet sitting it, on her nightstand for years and years and years? Or what's going on there?
1: I will almost certainly keep watching this show if for no other reason than I've watched every other Marvel show at this point. This one wasn't offensive. It was just fine. Um, I think we will end up better than some of the other ones that we've watched in the end. If they don't answer that question though, like why the fuck did her grandmother have this bracelet? I'm this show's dead to me. It will instantly become (laughs) the worst one of all of them.
0: Yeah. Because that's
1: such a lazy, like, ah, your grandma just happened to have this magical thing that gives you fucking superpowers.
0: No, I think episode two, say put a pin in this for later in the episode, but I think episode two, or three, her grandmother shows up and, like, shows her the ropes with the bracelet.
1: I think grandma shows up and is like, hey, I know that I sent this and said it was all trash, but there's some, like, super important, very sensitive stuff in there. I, I just need to, I need, like, I need to go back and grab, grab it. But the she bracelet's not there it. anymore. <laughs> yeah, she just forgot, like, accidentally set it down and then sent it on accident. She didn't realize it was gone until she's like in Pakistan and she,
0: like, hears an alarm start going off and she runs to her nightstand and goes to the spot she's where the. Like, it's superhero in time. <laughs> yep. Yeah. She, she goes for She's like, oh! And then it's just like flashbacks to her tossing a bunch of junk into a box and then her, like, absentmindedly grabbing that while she's tossing stuff and throwing that in there. And then she, like, realizes she's like, oh no!
1: Take that pin right out of this moment, brother. We just we just wrote it. (laughs) It's done. (laughs) If. She's so dead set on listening to what her mother says about how about going to this convention or not. Right. Why would it have mattered if she had her driver's license or not? Like her, her going to get her driver's license was a linchpin of their plan to go to Avengers con. But one of the things that, you know, the mother was concerned about, is like, no, you can't go out at night and whatever, whatever, which fine, typical overbearing bullshit. That wouldn't have changed if she could drive.
0: Yeah, no, it'd be even harder because she'd have to try to get a car. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, when none of that works out. They do a big elaborate plan with a big elaborate explanation, which is pretty much, let's
1: just sneak out. Let's just sneak out and, and put like a, a speaker in your bed so that when someone opens the door, you go, no, 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 I'm in here changing. You know, like Ferris Bueller basically did. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, your friend Bruno just invented Alexa. It, right, <laughs> but called it Zuzu for whatever fucking reason. Um, Oh, no, Zuzu is going to be like the... um. It's the Jarvis of the show. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, but I'm just the Ferris Bueller connection I'm making right now is that Ferris Bueller is better at this superhero like sneaking out shit than Kamala Khan is, and that's fucking dumb.
0: Ferris Bueller is a bad kid who is mean to his friends and people. Oh yeah, he's shitty. Yeah, people need to stop
1: idolizing him. You know that? You know that? Um, was was that comment that? Conversation made in this show, the Ferris Bueller thing. Yeah,
0: I don't think so. This is just an opinion. I,
1: me and Kathy were watch. We've been watching just being sick with COVID the last two weeks. We have started and finished so many shows over the last few weeks, and I don't remember what it was that came up, but something happened with Ferris Bueller, and we were talking about that exact thing about how shitty Ferris Bueller is. Yeah i think i i think i've seen that too it was new girl it was new girl i'm realizing now we, we've we been rewatching new girl wow. and there was a bit about ferris bueller
0: yeah no i've had this opinion for a while but um you know the little gif or whatever of like you idolize these people and misunderstood the whole point of the thing and it's got like um uh the breaking bad guy on there what's his name Walter White? Walter White. It's got Walter White on there. It's got Rick Sanchez on there. It's got Scarface on there and all this, which is like, stop idolizing these people. They're written to be asshole, like hate, hateable assholes. Ferris Bueller needs to be on that
1: image. Go for it. Do it and put it on Reddit and see where it lands you. <laughs>
0: He's awful. I'm going to get that. I'm just going to put do it. Ferris Bueller on the Just fucking do and it. And then I'm going to put it on Reddit. Yes, do that thing. I'm going to... What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take that image and put Ferris Bueller's face on it and put it on Reddit.
1: Do that thing. Okay, I'm going to. It's going to end up uh, the most perfectly balanced upvote downvote fucking <laughs> post in Reddit history. Did you
0: ever? Did you ever post the? Uh, did you ever tweet the picture of the David Entertainment Kelly?
1: Oh, the only reason I didn't was because I couldn't. I don't know. There was a reason. I can't remember it, but go on.
0: Uh, when I make this Ferris Bueller one, I'll send it to you to tweet also. Gotcha.
1: Back to the bracelet. Did she seriously not try to put that bracelet on until she got to the costume competition? Like yeah. she spent so much time fiddling with it that that very like five minute span and was freaking out because she couldn't figure out how to put it on. Did it seriously never occur to her like I should try this on? Not just like can I get this open, but also does it fit on my wrist or is it just gonna be some jangly thing that falls off or it's too tight and it won't fit? She's irresponsible, is all I'm saying. She doesn't deserve to win this competition.
0: Yeah, and not only that is she. Had trouble figuring out how to put it on. Like, she absolutely should have tried to put it on first. They could have even made it so the powers didn't kick in until she was on stage because of, like, overstimulation or or something, you know? Or she could, like, do a, like, little Ms. Marvel move and then, like, blast some energy and be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Look at me. yeah, I'm so cool. Yeah. Also, her and Bria Larson are going to be in a movie together mm-hmm.
1: that's cool yep they're gonna do a, a movie called the marvels i'll watch it i'll continue watching this shit i just think that they've got to watch their step like i i marvel fatigue is is happening it's real and i think they've got to lean harder into some of the weirder aspects of marvel like doc, i you haven't watched Doctor Strange, basically. At my, I, I don't intend to. It, it, it's not it. If they keep doing shit like that, I, that was a half-ass job. It really was.
0: Um, I, I'm, I remember before it even came out, people were like, uh, "Everything,
1: everywhere, all at once" is the multiverse movie that. Oh yeah, that it's, Doctor had, Strange isn't. I had write a review of it before we actually even saw the movie that said like, "This is instantly already made me not like Do- Mar- Doctor Strange because I know it's going to be nothing like this." Because, uh, as far as the multiverse stuff came and went in that movie, it's if it, somebody did the math, it's like forty five seconds of us seeing into the multiverse, and you know, and Doctor oh, Strange. There's yeah, there's a scene where like well, they're paint now instead of people, but it just like comes and goes. There's no consequences of it. Whereas with everything everywhere all at once, hot dog fingers are really fucking important in that movie. <laughs>
0: One thing I liked about Everything Everywhere all at once is they didn't do a lot of explaining about the technology or anything. It was basically like, you put a thing in your ear and now you're going
1: from. me. Honestly, the, it was the perfect amount of explanation. Yeah. It, it was, you're going to do this weird thing that you as a person would never do. But it's going to get you that much closer to another version of you that maybe would. And then you think nothing more of it the rest of your life. You just do weird things until you get cool powers. Yeah. That movie's so good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, do you think the Jin the are going to be the bad people in this?
1: They talk about the Jin a lot. Eh, they could. I suspect that the bad guy in this is going to be really, really, really tame. It's just going to be a 16 year old, low level street technology. thug. No, no, because that has the potential to be like a fucking thing like my best friend has become evil and is doing these awful things I don't I think this show is going to play it so safe it's going to be some henchman of the kingpin or something like nobody's going to give a shit about this guy because the stakes will be safe for the marvels.
0: oh here's a note I wrote she's really self conscious about her body
1: are 16 year old girls self conscious about their bodies you know what I don't think so. <laughs> I think they're all just like super chill with it. Yeah. Did you watch the post credit scene? Was there one? Yep. Nope. the The shows historically haven't had those until halfway through or later, like the season. So I didn't even bother checking uh, with this one.
0: Yeah, it was some people in. You know, it had, like, FBI, CIA, that type of vibe. Sure, some sort of uh, government shield. bureau. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was a government, but it was it had that vibe. And they're, like, uh, somebody's watching the footage from the costume contest and her doing all the powers and, like, turns to another guy and... It's like, oh, uh, have you seen this video? And he's like, ah, ah rah, I don't, I'm not interested. And then she's like, oh no, you might want to see this one. And he like begrudgingly looks at it and he watches it. And then he just goes, bring her in. And that's the, <laughs> that's the post credit scene. So now that we know what happened at the end of episode one.
1: Do you want to write episode two? I think we have to. We've already got a portion of it written. Yeah, with like the grandmother, grandmother and you know. yeah.
0: I think that should be the opening before credit scene. Is that all that with the grandmother, like yeah. in Pakistan, yeah, for like, sure. doing all that, and then it like scene, and then uh, cuts to the people in that building who are from. I'm going to say Shield. Let's say that they're Shield people, and they're uh, like knocking on the door of uh, Kamala's house
1: hmm okay i think th- this doesn't necessarily like build to that next moment but i think interspersed throughout this episode we need to see a lot of news reports from pakistan where they're like wondering where captain pakistan is like captain pakistan would have come and saved the day like what ha- has she forsaken us like what's mm-hmm. what have we done wrong <laughs> maybe
0: she's off world with captain marvel yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah you know what she deserves a vacation too
0: oh Okay, skipping over the people knocking on the door. This is sets up something cool for when the grandmother decides she's going to train Kamala mm-hmm. uh with like do you know Captain Marvel? And like the grandmother being all like, "Oh yeah, I know Captain Marvel." Blah, blah 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 blah. And maybe that's how they get
1: introduced uh for the movie. Yep, for sure. That that will have that scene will have to be uh at like after credit sequence uh, of episode eight or whatever, you know the the last episode is yeah. like the the tie of whatever. Yeah, the
0: uh uh Ms. Marvel is not really gonna believe her grandmother about that part. going to be like, eh, and then like the post credit scene of the last episode of this is gonna be like the grandmother walking in with Brie Larson and being or like, just be like I
1: brought a friend and then that friend walks in the door and, and the camera pans over.
0: Yeah, it doesn't even have to be Brie Larson. It can just be a stand in and like the back of her in the costume or something. Like uh they they do that with uh when Superman goes to visit like Superman goes to visit a kid at the school.
1: Oh, oh yeah you think it's thinking, um,
0: Deadpool. No, you're thinking of Shazam. I'm
1: thinking of Shazam, yeah. I'm yeah, thinking yeah. of Shazam.
0: They do that in Shazam with Superman.
1: Yeah. Um, I think in – so if we're going to have a grandmother training her sequence in this episode, I think we also have to have a sequence where she's trying to come up with a name for her superhero. And her grandmother's got to absolutely drag her for even considering Miss Marvel because it's really der- derivative Really derivative of Captain Marvel. So derivative that it's kind of dumb.
0: And then uh, Kamala's like, okay, Captain
1: Pakistan, (laughs) where'd you get that one? And then she'd be like, I was Captain Pakistan long before Captain America. Like, are you kidding me? He was Captain America in the 30s, 40s? (laughs) And then the grandma's like, oh, I guess I didn't realize that. The internet didn't exist back then. We didn't know about him in Pakistan.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay, so post credit scene. Kamala's, like, in her bedroom. She's grounded for having snuck out. And then uh, the mom, like, opens the bedroom door. And she's like, there's a couple people from the government to see you. What have you done now? And she comes downstairs and it's the two S.H.I.E.L.D. people we see at the end of it. And they're like... We have some questions.
1: Number one, what's your superhero name? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Number one, taking like clipboard like what's your superhero name? All right, and your height, okay, and just like going through, it's like all right. Here's your registration form. Be
1: careful out there, kid. Yep, yep. You can, thank, <laughs> you can thank Tony Stark and the Sokovia Accords for this. <laughs> so then um,
0: Bruno shows up. just like, you're not going to believe what's going on. I'm a superhero now. And then there's another knock on the door. And that's when the grandmother shows in. This whole show is just going to be Kamala. <laughs> It's in, the in their door. living room, <laughs> and people knocking on the door and coming in and like fucking around, and then
1: it, even it but, ma- it makes sense that the second episode would just be in one set with people knocking on the door with no special effects because they really blew their wad with that first episode with like all the animation stuff and like her her you know superpowers and shit like that. They've got kind of to start like trimming the budget down somewhere. Bottle episode, yeah, like like
0: the old lady that lives across the street comes by and she's like, I brought you some cookies. And she like steps into the middle of the living room and then a guy wearing a ski mask comes through the window and grabs her purse and tries to get away.
1: Those normal like home muggings. <laughs> not not like a home burglary or robbery. It's a home mugging.
0: How does the episode end? It's got
1: to end with the uh, villain of the show remaining. we yeah we we or we've got to get a hint at it because like hawkeye for example just hinted at the bad guy being kingpin the whole time until the very last episode and that was really exhilarating like not everybody knowing who the bad guy was but marvel pretending like we're all idiots and we don't know who the bad guy is so we've got to find some painfully obvious bad guy um i i just just hint at it all season so I still think the bad guy should be the friend
0: and I think that um, at the end of this show like sh- like she's talking about how she's Miss Marvel now and she needs like a new enemy and then at the end of the show something's going wrong in the city like a you know a bank uh, a bank like just every like powered down no security cameras nothing When everybody arrived, we just found the vault door open and all the money was gone. And we don't know what's going on. This is a news report. And then she turns to Bruno and she's like, I think I have, I think I have my arch rival. And then throughout the series, we figure out that it's Bruno that's robbing the banks.
1: Oh, I thought you were saying she figured out right away that it was Bruno. And she was looking at him and basically saying like, yeah, I'm gonna kick your ass. Oh no, no! Oh, maybe and- it's just maybe the the rest of the season is her just thinking everybody is her new arch rival, and just like threatening a lot of people with her new pa- newfound powers, <laughs> while also trying her best not to give away that she's only getting her powers from her bracelet. Right. Because if anybody figured that out, they would just steal the bracelet. Well, you know who knows? Her arch rival, Bruno. Does he though? I
0: would th- I would think she would tell him. And then I would think that he, I, I, I foresee her telling him that and I foresee him being like, I'm going to make you some gadgets. But he puts fail safes in the gadgets because he knows you know, he's going to have to fight her. He's going to have to fight her. And so that makes things the stakes a little higher at the end of the thing. That's a little incredible to see though, isn't it?
1: Uh, it's been ages since I've seen the Incredibles. So that doesn't ring that bit. doesn't ring a bell as the Incredibles, but it's the it's a tropey sort of thing
0: yeah. yeah yeah maybe that doesn't happen in the incredibles you're
1: right it, it might i genuinely just don't remember but i i know that th- i'm familiar with the sort of thing you're referencing so yeah, yeah i think that absolutely happens it, he builds it he builds in various He's he's got to have multiple like attempts at a fail safe so one would paralyze her so he could just go like take the bracelet off her while she's paralyzed another would uh like blind her something like that so maybe you can sneak up and take the bracelet off her and then another would like suddenly chop her arm off so she can't use the bracelet you know what i mean
0: yeah and then there's one love potion she sure (laughs) makes oh yeah no it makes her fall in love with him.
1: yeah these are all great
0: and she's so
1: Oh, we're jumping way ahead in the series. We, we've like the fact that the matter is we cannot interlace all these things we just talked about into the second episode, period. end because that is already flying in the face of the. We're not going to know who the bad guy is. We're just going to have our assumption because that would just be showing that he's the bad guy. So we've basically given up on the idea idea of writing episode two. We're writing the whole season at this point. So carry on.
0: Yeah. So, I, th- I don't think we know that he's the bad guy until the end either. We just see him making the gadgets. Sure. And then at the end of the thing, and then he gets out his control panel, and he's like, ah, you don't realize I can do this stuff. And uh, one of them's the love potion, and she falls in love with him, but she still fights him, and it's just a
1: really hard And it's And it's a lesson about the fact that you can love someone and still like want to yeah. chop their arm off. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that was it for episode two want to wrap it up sure <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks for listening to the podcast it's episode one podcast.com that's spelled out o-n-e or you can follow us on twitter at podcast episode one that's number one uh if you like the show leaving a rating, leave a rating or review on apple podcasts big thanks to boz d all that crap